All right, everybody. Welcome to another Primo podcast. I'm Zach Hayes here with Phil Hayes, my brother. Oh, Phil here. Welcome. Welcome, Mm -hmm. Phil. Welcome. Today, I think it's kind of going to be a fun one because we're going to talk about, since we are in the t-shirt business, let's talk about some of our favorite t-shirt trends that we've seen over the years. We can go way back on this. We can talk about, you know, uh, some of the current things that we see in the industry, but, you know, let's just start it off with our Primo tees because the Primo tees are a, are a trend of t-shirt that's popular right now. We're, we're talking about the tri-blend t-shirts, that vintage look, that vintage print that we're doing, um, bringing it to the audience as relevant designs that are, you know, whether they're based in the state of Michigan, based on things that are relevant to Detroit. Uh, that's, that's our, that's our current favorite t-shirt. Yeah, trend. for sure. That's my current favorite. I love the, the vintage look. I love those when you go in and you see like the, uh, like the pale yellow and the pale orange. Like I love that look of just like the vintage t-shirt. It, the, the idea is to make it look like it's been worn, but the shirt is brand new right out of the box. Brand spanking new. You want that look, but you don't want the smell of like an old musty t-shirt. <laughs> that that's, uh, that's right. Nobody wants that old musty t-shirt. I, I personally, even more so than the designs we put on it, I just like the way it fits. We're both a little bit taller. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to find a good t-shirt. A lot of the old ones that we were doing, the Gildan t-shirts, Jersey's t-shirts, Hanes, like not, I'm not knocking them, but they just didn't fit right. They were boxy. Uh, they would get wider before they got tall. So anybody, if you're over like six foot, those after a couple washes, we're not going to fit the same way as the day you got it out of the box. No. And it's like, you know, God bless her. My wife, it's like when she throws that t-shirt, that Gildan t-shirt into the uh, dryer after she washes it, I'm like, no, yeah. don't do it. Yeah. That, that, those dryers are, have, have, uh, have taken the lives of more t-shirts than, uh, I care to mention. It's unwearable after that. It is. And, and, you know, some people like that, but the, the reason why I think it's so popular right now is because, you know, the, the fit is more, it's not that sloppy looking t-shirt. Everybody's a little more put together than they used to be. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? The baggy t-shirt was popular back in the nineties and it's kind of, you know, gone away from that. So it's more fitting. And I, I personally, the other, the other trend with the material that's kind of been popular has been the, the polyester compression t-shirts where it's like the wicking material. And I think it's great for athletics, but as a day-to-day shirt, I can't, I just don't like the way the material fits. It kind of, it shows every imperfection. And as somebody who is very imperfect, I don't, it's not my thing. Yeah. Now see, there's a difference between like a wicking tee and a compression tee. You're right. I'm okay with the wicking tees because they don't compress you. Well, see, I, but, but I, even, even just the material alone, it's just not, it snags. It's, it's kind of just like, and it, to be honest, it prints it doesn't print nicely no, at all. If you're doing a print. design, it, all that, all the, uh, the dye from that fabric tends to bleed through. And yeah. as a, and as a, as a town that has the color red as a primary color for its local high school team, whenever we get, uh, the red t-shirts, it, it causes problems with printing. For you sure. get that red bleeding through and then your white print looks pink and you have a, a customer who's unhappy at the end of the day. And it, it's, it's honestly things that are beyond our control. There's no solution for it. Right. So what we, what we do with those two is we use a, 
like a thicker white ink that has more plastic in it to cover over that so the bleeding doesn't happen as much, but that's harder to pull. It's harder to work with. It's just not fun in general. Well, with the, and, and with the vintage teas too, Phil, um, you know, you had talked kind of about the, uh, what, what was your, you gave me an interesting analogy before the show about your, uh, your oh, heathered yes. look with the, yeah. the t-shirts. Why don't you fill the audience in on that? To me, a heathered tea is kind of like, the salt and pepper of t-shirts. Now I said, not to interrupt, but I said like, good. you know, that distinguished uh, uh, old man look where you get a little bit of salt and pepper. You, 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 you got the gray and the, and the black in there. I said, no, 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 that's not it. What I mean by that is like salt and pepper. If you're, if you have some food, it's bland. What do you do? You throw some salt and pepper on it. it makes it taste better. That's kind of your go-to. And to me, a heathered tea is like a salt and pepper of, uh, of t-shirts because you can have this boring, plain t-shirt, but I will wear just like a regular gray or blue heathered tea because it's stylish enough. It's, it spices things up a little bit. It, and it's, it's become one of those things where you do see people wearing them undecorated because yeah. it just kind of, it goes with that, that, uh, classic look, you know, it's, it's a t-shirt jeans and, you know, some sneakers and you could be going to a concert or you could be going to, uh, going out to eat, or you, you could really go, you go to the ball game. You can go anywhere with that look and you kind of fit in, you know, for sure. And that's also something with the Primo tees where if you are going for that softer look in the print, it looks much better on a heathered shirt than it does on like a normal, uh, flat tee. And the biggest complaint I would get from the, uh, from the, the screen printing decoration on the other shirts that we used to use was that it just felt so heavy. It, it was is. restricting. And in summer, I don't know about you, but I don't need anything else weighing me down on a, a hot Michigan uh, sure. summer day on my t-shirt. And they're right. It sticks to you. It's, it feels thick. It feels gross. And the nice thing about these um, uh, vintage tees is that we can do that soft hand print and it feels like there's nothing on it at all, which is great. Right. Now, I'd like to, to go over to one of my least favorite teacher trends, which is tie-dye, which is actually coming back right now. Uh-oh. Are, you, are, are, you uh, are we going to have some angry uh, hippies on our hands? We might. I'm, I'm, I've just never been a fan of tie-dye. It's too bright, too colorful for me. I'm, I'm more of a muted colors type guy, and I just don't like it. Now, you know... I could have seen that argument before, but I, you know, it's not just hippies who wear tie dye anymore. No, it's it's, not. it's become trendy, and I, I gotta be honest, I don't hate it. You don't? I don't hate it on the right day, on the right in the right situation. Tie dye, especially now, they're making some really cool, like vintage style tie dye, where it's not just those bright colors. Tie dye doesn't have to be your your loud colors anymore. It can be the muted tones. It can be kind of have that vintage feel to it as well. And, um, I, I'm not hating it. I'm not hating it. Maybe I need to be more open to tie dye, but it's always been, and that's been something ever since I was young where I just, I'd see somebody wearing a tie dye tee and I'm like, Oh, uh, I think we can find in the archives, some pictures of Primo <laughs> Phil with uh tie dye shirts because some of the, you know, we should, we should do like a retrospect. We, really if we can pull some pictures and we'll, we'll, uh, well, we might have to enlist mom's help on this, Yeah, but have her pull some pictures of some of our fashion trends over the years it might be something funny for the audience to look at because I guarantee you there's going to be something with tie-dye that Phil shows up in. 
I'll, I would almost bet on it. I'll do that. I'll, I'll look back at some of our old uh, pictures and see if I can throw some on the at Primo Phil uh, Twitter. I, I'm enlisting you to do that. I want you to, you know, mom and dad just moved. So there, there's probably, she probably knows where they're everything's at. There, yeah. we, we can get some of those photos because I think that would be great to use because even some of the other t-shirt trends, what's it that one of the biggest things in, in, in the world, wonderful world of uh, t-shirts has always been the graphic tee. And as a screen printer, I mean, we better love that trend because it, it's, it's what to. pays the bills. But let's talk about some of the uh, trends in the design over the years that have been popular. Okay, so back in, I remember when I was in like elementary school, we're talking about probably in the mid 90s there, uh, a lot of those like ball is life shirts. Those were something that were very popular. I loved them. That was like, and explain a little bit what ball is life is for those who don't know. Okay, so ball is life. Basically, you would have a shirt with like a baseball, basketball, uh, anything on there that would say, it would just say ball is life with a baseball under it. And it kind of let people know what you were into. As a, as a, as like an eight or nine year old, because that's yeah. when they were popular. Like at, at eight or nine, ball was life. You know, if you, if you were playing basketball, you probably thought you were going to make it to the, uh, the NBA, or if you were wearing the baseball shirt, you probably had dreams of being a big league player. So like, yeah, you, you were setting yourself apart and you were defining yourself by the sport that you were most interested in as a, you know, as an elementary school student. Yeah. Before your dreams were crushed and you you knew you weren't react to them. Once reality set in. Yeah. Um, but it kind of going off of that, I do remember those shirts and I don't think I ever had one. I had one. Um, but there were the other ones that kind of play in off that. Uh, I remember the and one t-shirts when I was a kid, cause I was more into basketball and that was one where they were just like, it was basically smack talk on a t-shirt. Um, you know, <laughs> gotta love it. Yeah. So it was, what's a good example. It was like, uh, it's not the size of the the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Uh, I remember and then it's that. like, you know, it's got the M1 character, uh, you know, like basically like bring it, you know, yeah. and that's what you would show up on uh, to the court with uh, that T-shirt on. And, you know, you let everybody know that you meant business. Yeah. And graphic tees have always been a good way to express yourself. I mean, everybody wears clothing. Uh, and it was always a good way to like kind of show people who you were repping back in the day. Well, I always liked the, the concert t-shirts you used to be able to go over to media play and oh, media yeah. play. They didn't just sell CDs. Uh, this was when they actually had places where you could go buy CDs for those of you that right. are too young to remember that. But, um, you could go and you could also buy your favorite concert t-shirt. Basically they had a whole row of ones. And I think I just ended up with a ridiculous amount of no doubt t-shirts because that was my favorite band back in like elementary school, beginning of uh, sixth grade. But you know, you could get a, a Foo Fighters t-shirt, a Nirvana t-shirt, a 311 t-shirt, um, basically anything you could think of they had there. And that was always, that's another one of those things. When you say, it defines what you like and, uh, you know, who you are as a, a person, what better way to express yourself than letting people know the kind of music that you're into. Yeah. And that's something where clothing has always been that way. And you're taking me back to the media play days. That, that place was great. I loved it. It was, that was like a weekend trip. And then, you know, uh, that or Best Buy, Best Buy didn't have the t-shirts. They didn't have the uh, variety of items that uh, media play had, but uh, you could get, you know, your posters, everything there. It was, it was great. Yeah. And that's another thing that I never actually had, uh, 
the balls to wear was a like a sweatsuit, like a the, the old school track suit. Now, are you talking like the swishy suit that would like you know no, make no, no. I, like a sweatsuit, sweatpants with the sweat, uh, the matching uh, jacket? Yeah, and I did own, I actually owned one before, and it was like it was so ugly. I wish I I, I might still have it, but it was uh, like light orange, light yellow, and like light brown and white. And I never wore it out in public. Not once. It was one of those things where it was only like on a weekend or something like that. Yeah. And I would, I'd start walking to my car and then I go, no, I immediately regret this decision. I have to go. Yeah. I'm not comfortable in this. And you know, that was the thing too. I had a lot of those jumpsuits and and even in like high school, I had them like even a couple of those like velour style ones. I love that. But like like you, I would never wear them as the set. No, I would wear scary. I would wear a top with jeans, and then I'd or I'd wear the pants with a t shirt. But I was never going full jumpsuit on no. on anybody. It wasn't happening. It just wasn't. Uh, I didn't have the confidence to uh, to wear that back no. in the day. No, me either. I feel like you have to be like a like now. I think I would be comfortable, but I don't want to wear it now. Yeah, it doesn't interest you. No. Uh, if you're going back to those kind of days, and we're talking about things other than t shirts. I think we can all agree that the best trend for anybody, even you know, elementary school, middle school, what was that one thing in the closet that you had to have? And I want to see if you pick up on this. I want to see if you can guess it before I, I just come out and say it. The one thing in the closet that like as a kid, everybody had to have or? Yeah, yeah. Gosh, t-shirt wise? No, no I'm just going beyond a t-shirts. Backpack? No, no, it's, it's apparel. It's apparel for sure. You know what? The clock is ticking. Yeah, I'm stumped. I I don't know what you're talking about. The starter jacket. Oh yeah. Everybody had to have a starter jacket and that was, you know, it was the big puffy coat that had, you know, the big kangaroo pouch in the front and that was your winter jacket. And it was such a hard decision to decide what team you were going to buy. And I know yeah. you had a couple, I had oh, a couple, yeah. but every kid and everybody was like, oh, you know, I would, I would say the, no, the most popular ones from back in the day, Ra- the Raiders, the Oakland Raiders. That was a huge one. Everybody had that silver and, and black. Right. Or, you know, the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> yeah. The Charlotte Hornets one was huge. Everybody loved that turquoise and purple on the jacket. And, and those would be the ones that people had to have. Yeah, I think I had a Carolina Panthers one when I was in elementary school. I think I might have had a Charlotte Hornets one too. That was when that was when the uh, the teams were were new. Yeah, Carolina they were an Panthers new, and Charlotte Charlotte year. was new too. But I I think I remember you having a, a U of M one too. I did. Yeah, I had a lot of that stuff, and I think it ended up getting ruined. I think I melted it on a fire, like on a bonfire. <laughs> When I was younger, but yeah, I had a bunch of those and those were, I mean, I wore those day in and day out in the winter. And, and mine, mine was one of the, I had to be original. I wasn't going after the teams that everybody had. What was it? Chicago bears? Nope. No. <laughs> I had one of the very few Detroit Vipers starter jackets. Oh yeah. As my, as my coat, it was purple with the turquoise. So kind of like the, yeah. the, the Charlotte Hornets colors, but I'm like, you know what? Who else is going to have an IHL team? Everybody else had the Red Wings and or like the San Jose Sharks. Yeah. No, I'm I'm switching it up. I'm going with a Vipers jacket, and I don't even know how they made those. Like, how is there either. even a market for a starter to make uh, these Viper jackets? But that just shows you how popular they were at the time. They were that huge. even these small 
uh, small IHL, I mean, international hockey league. I mean, that was not a big, big market thing, but they, they had the jacket and I'll be damned. I wanted it. And you know what? That trend is coming back. I've seen starter coats. Yeah. I've seen those being sold at stores. I think there's a shop in Royal Oak. I want to say it is that sells like old Viper stuff. Well, that Sean did give me an old Vipers t-shirt from there. Yeah. So I think they, they do have them. And that, I'm going to have to post that picture. I'm going to have to wear that t-shirt and post it, but they, they yeah. messed up. They didn't print it on a vintage tee. No, they it's, didn't. It's a, it's a Gildan tee. They, they, they didn't go premium on it. They didn't go primo. No. And that's the thing is now you probably threw it through the dryer and you can't wear it anymore. Well, I had to lose a significant amount of weight to it. Was, to get to the wrong side. He got me a large <laughs> and I'm a large now, but at the right. time he got it for me like two years ago. I was, it was not, it was not an attractive look. Maybe he was trying to motivate you. That, that was probably it. But I, I made the mistake of getting rid of a lot of my clothes that didn't fit me because I yeah. thought they were too small. I'm like, I'll never lose weight. I've got two kids now. How's that going to happen? Right. And now like everything I have is too big. So I'm actually asking my wife to shrink my clothes. I I don't, I want her to throw them through the dryer. I need that to happen at this point. But now see, and now we're, we're spitballing here. The, the snowball effect is happening. The throwback jerseys, the, the, the starter jerseys or the champ, they were champion, right? I think so. They were, they were champion jerseys and everybody was wearing those and they were cheap screen printed jerseys. Yeah. But I had so many of those things and I wish, I wish, I wish I didn't get rid of them because they would be so cool to have now. But I purged those like probably seven or eight years ago thinking, why would I ever want these? But they have extreme value now. I might have a couple of them left. They're probably not in very good shape, but I'll have to look through uh, the old bins. I was actually just doing some cleaning up the other weekend. I came across a couple old Pistons jerseys and throwback jerseys that I had. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was, that was one of my favorites, I think was the jerseys, the Jersey trend. And that was every birthday we would get like one or two of those. That was always yeah. on the list. I think grandma would usually get, get us a couple grandma jerseys. and grandpa would yep. get us a couple jerseys. And, and that was our cousins would get them. We would get them. And, you know, you'd always, I'd always end up getting the ones like, uh, uh, I'd buy them cheap where it's like the player got traded. Oh, so nobody yeah. wanted it anymore, but I'm like, you know what? I'll take that. That's fine. I don't care. Uh, but then you could pick them up really cheap. Uh, you, you had, you, I think you had more than, than I, did. I did. I had a lot of jerseys. And again, I think my favorite one was my, uh, Larry Johnson Jersey. Again, going back to the Charlotte Hornets. I what think color I, was it? It was purple. The purple one? Purple with like, I think it had like turquoise and white on the stitching. I would say my favorite was the uh, the Dream Team jersey. The Dan, not, and I'm not a huge Dan Marley fan, but the Team USA basketball jersey from the Dream Team, that was like the 92 Dream Team. That was by far one of the coolest ones. But, you know, I think I had a Grant Hill one from the 96 Dream yeah. Team uh, uh, jersey as well. But um, nobody, nobody did the Jersey thing like our brother Sean did the Jersey no. thing. The kid had an addiction to the Mitchell and Ness throwback jerseys. He wore them every day. And these were the, these were much better quality. These yeah, weren't were the nice. screen printed ones. These were the stitched down ones that you could get from like, you know, uh, an, a Spartans one from uh, Magic Johnson's days. You could get the, you, they were even selling uh, like Carmelo Anthony's Oak Hill Academy jersey yeah, from he when he was in uh, uh, high school. Yeah. So those are high school jerseys that they were selling. Uh, I think he had the LeBron one, the Irish yeah, he one. Did. He did. 
He wore those to school every day. It was literally for one full school year, he wore a jersey every single day. It like was th his thing. Like nowadays, like he could have taken pictures of that, put a little YouTube video together. Yeah. And like, he probably would have gotten like a million hits from like just a year in retrospect of Sean wearing a throwback jersey. jersey every day. So that was, I mean, we were a little concerned about him. It was a little <laughs> yeah. troublesome. A little at, at, and we said, Hey, can you throw on a polo or something yeah. like that? You know? Uh, but, but yeah, now he, he, I think he might still have a few of them, but he got rid of a lot of them, I think. And now he's the best dressed one out of all of us because he's showing up to work in a suit and tie every day. Meanwhile, right. we're showing up in primo tees, which I could wear is still a good look. Work. But yeah. I mean, he's, uh, he's, he's, he, I guess he kind of made up for lost time with that one. Right, exactly. And that's the thing though about all these t-shirt trends is they're all fun. I mean, it's fun to reminisce about, you know, the things that you used to wear back in the day and what was popular. And it's crazy to see what was popular then and what's popular now. It's kind of coming back. It is. And it's coming, the the 90s stuff is, was big for a while, but now even going into it, the 2000s stuff is coming back, Isn't which crazy? is crazy. Like oh. you're looking at, this is like, we, we graduated in 2004 and 2005 and it was, you know, to me, that was some of the worst style I've ever seen. I agree. It was terrible. Oversized everything. Uh, it just, to me, not a good look. Any of that stuff. The baggy pants. The baggy pants. in your pants. It, it was a bad look. I don't think that needs to come back. The no. 90s stuff is cool. No, I agree. I and, like the 90s. And you even see like, you know, uh, companies like North Face and Patagonia, they're coming out with like their throwback stuff from when they first came out, which is cool. It's those brighter colors and it's the, it's the, the, the track suit kind of material. Maybe that's I'll, popular. Maybe I'll uh, get the courage to wear one. Oh, we might have to, we should bring back a Primo track suit. That would be That cool. might be cool. We should, we should look for that. Yeah. But yeah, everything that's old is new again. And one last trend before we wrap things up, because I think this ties into everything we're doing the uh uh the salvation army diving that who, people do who had that song that uh that thrift store macklemore uh, pop, i'm going to pop some pop tags pop some tags at the thrift store yep. so that that was a huge thing for us in high school and we would just wear the most random t-shirts and it didn't matter what it was it was just like you know some obscure like family reunion you were pulling that off the rack if it fit you were wearing it and everybody thought it was like the funniest thing that you would go and just wear these obscure t-shirts that you had no real allegiance to but it was just kind of a cool throwback thing and you can find some real gems in there yeah see i was never huge into the salvation army trend i i was always for some reason i just never never got into it it wasn't my thing no no well it's it's coming back now because there was a show on netflix what was it yeah. you, remember i was telling you about that, that blobby's world is that the one or uh, uh, like slobby is yeah. slobby bobby or something like <laughs> yeah. that but they do these this this show where they go in there and they're buying like they're finding things off the rack and this might be like old bootleg Gucci t-shirts yeah. and not, and when I say bootleg, I mean like not the original stuff. It's the stuff that they were replicating and selling on the streets, but there's a huge market for this now with the younger millennial crowd and, and the gen gen Z or whatever they're called. They want those shirts and that's their style now. So not only that, he's pulling those throwback jerseys, the champion jerseys, he's got an online market and he's killing it on Instagram. And right. he's, uh, finding these, these deals where it's like, they clean it up a little bit, the, and, and they've got a whole new audience who are into these shirts that people were using as basically throwaways. 
People like that obscure stuff. They they love it nowadays. And they're paying like a hundred bucks for a t-shirt. It's How? crazy. Okay, that's something where, again, I just don't relate to that. The $100 t-shirt, couldn't do it. Yeah, no, it's going to take me a lot to, you can, You know how many primo tees you can get for that 100 bucks? You can get a lot of primo tees. You can get one for every day of the week and still be set. <laughs> yeah, no, I know it. But that's the thing is like, that's what's crazy about trends is they, they'll go out of style, they'll come back. And right now, I think that is the biggest trend. What do you see? Okay, give me give me two things. I want to I want to know what you see that's going to make a comeback in the near future and what you want to see just go away from the current landscape that's out there. Okay. So I would say, I know what I want to see go away for sure. It would be the skinny jeans. I don't like skinny jeans. Not my thing. I, I think skinny jeans, even now though, it's like, there's a difference between skinny jeans and jeans that just fit good. Yeah. See, I feel like the jeans I'm wearing at the moment fit nicely, but they're not too skinny. I don't like the ones that are like strangling. I think 10 years ago, those would have been considered skinny jeans. Maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay. So Phil wants skinny jeans to go away. I want skinny jeans gone. And, uh, I think I would say, you know what? And again, I'm not a big fan of it, but I think the tie dye is going to be a big thing coming back. And it already is a little bit. It's creeping up. Okay. All right. I, I don't, you know, my thing is what I'd like to see go away are, is the trend of those, those goofy uh, hats that Pharrell wears. Like they look like, uh, they look like the Arby sign. Uh, is, I thought that was just Pharrell's trend. No, no, they sell, they sell those like crazy. And, and really? there was a couple times, like I rarely go out to like the mall, but if you go, sometimes you'll see people walking around with those. Like the uh, 10 gallon hat. With the 10 gallon hat. But it's, it's, they're not that big. I mean, Pharrell does right. the really big one, but the, the hats, it's just not a good look. It needs to go away. You're not cool. It's kind of like, no. you know, uh, this generation's answer to the fedora when it was big. Looking back on it, nobody would want to see those uh, fedoras come back. No. No, I, and I agree with you on those 10-gallon hats. I, I didn't know people were wearing those. I've seen, and they're, they're average. I'm seeing a lot of ads for them online right now. So they're, I think they're no, coming to the masses now to where they're really making a push for it. Uh, they need to just stop that. Um, as far as a trend that I think is kind of on its way up or mm-hmm. will be making a comeback, um, gosh, that's hard to say. It is. That's it's hard tough. to say. I, I I don't. I'm seeing a lot of like the 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 neon stuff has right. has gotten bigger. Uh, neon colors uh, that that seems to be a big one, but. Um, what I think I'm going to give you another one that needs to go away. The sublimated t-shirt that has like all these crazy designs on it that people wear them to be funny at like a 4th of July barbecue. Like I don't like them. They're not cool. You're not funny. No, give it, give it a break. Give (laughs) it a break. I agree with you on that one. So I think we covered a lot of good trends. If anybody else has their own ideas or has, I, I want people to share some of the photos that yeah. they're finding in their closet when we when we find ours, uh, share those with us because I think that would be really funny. We want to see some of your worst fashion trends, or ones that could potentially make a comeback. Maybe you maybe you could pull off that tracksuit. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I'll definitely find some pictures that we'll post them up on Twitter. So you can send those to you know just tag us at uh, Primo Tees on Twitter or at Primo USA on Instagram, or you can hit up Phil as well. And I'm uh. 
at Primo Phil on Twitter and Instagram. So send us those uh, pictures. We'd love and, to see uh, them. Keep, keep grinding it out because content is king and the struggle is real. So we're going to keep bringing you these podcasts and talk about some fun stuff. And uh, we're hope, hoping you guys enjoy it. And uh, we'll, we'll we'll get with you next time. See you guys time. next time.